this is Tony Speaks, and this is my lovely wife, Kim. We are the founders and co-creators of the lifestyle brand and podcast, Becoming Disciplined. Every week we meet, learn from, and share best practices with highly disciplined men and women from a variety of fields and endeavors. Follow us on our journey. This week we speak to pugilistic phenom James Dosado. James is a judo black belt and now a state Virginia wrestling champion. So today on Becoming Discipline, we interview James Dazato. James, welcome to Becoming Discipline. Thank you for uh, inviting me. Amen, amen. Well, for our listeners, uh, anyone tuning in for the first time, I don't invite anyone on this show who is not disciplined in at least one of the following areas. Spirituality, mental discipline, physical discipline, emotional relationship or emotional IQ, uh, financial discipline, calendar or time organization, home organization or data organization. Now I have personally personally followed James Dozado since 2018 when I covered the news in Caroline County. This young man caught my attention along with his family as I covered the sports program of the local high school. Um, immediately, I was blown away by the level of personal motivation and discipline that he showed as a young teenager. He is disciplined in wrestling and has a black belt in judo, but this podcast has taught me that I might invite a guest on for one reason, but other treasures come out during the interview. So before we talk about the issue of discipline or the subject of discipline, let's try to understand your context. Context is everything. James, did you always dream of being a wrestler or a black belt enthusiast or black belt in martial arts? Or when did this, when did this, uh, when did this take you over? When did, when did you fall in love with uh, pugilism? I mean, for me, I never, I never planned to fall in love with wrestling and or judo. It kind of just happened. I went enough. I I just learned to love it. I just kept doing it. I just kept pursuing it. I kept working hard. And eventually, I just fell in a habit of, like, working hard just feels good. Had you always studied judo, or uh, did you do another martial arts before judo? So my first martial arts was judo. I didn't do anything else before that. My parents threw me in there, and that's kind of when I started. Now, how old were you when you started? Jeez, nine or ten. Nine or ten. Wow. Okay. All righty. Now, was there, when you started with the young people's class at nine or ten, were there a bunch of kids already there who were younger, or did you feel like you started right about as early as you can start? I, I knew there, there were a bunch of kids who were younger. There was a class that was underneath me that was, that was filled with, like, I guess kids at, like, nine, eight, seven, six, five. So it was all younger kids, but the class I was uh, participating in had a lot of the older kids, so a lot of the high schoolers and middle schoolers. Uh, some of the adults were also there, and I trained with them for the most part. Now, uh, when did you feel like, man, I'm good at this? Like, when did, did you ever turn a corner where you were like, wow, I, I, like, I really like this? When did you turn that corner? Um, I don't know. I guess it took me about a year to kind of figure it out, figure out like I enjoyed it because it wasn't until like my first competition, I kind of like got like that rush of this is a great feeling. Like the feeling of winning is something I really enjoyed. 
and I wanted to do that more often. So I kept doing it and I just kept going. Okay. And uh, when did you win your first tournament in judo? So it was my, it was actually my first ever tournament. I went to a beginner level tape tournament. So it was up in Maryland. Uh, I went there. I think I had three matches and I won all of them. And I was really happy. I was really surprised. It was my first tournament. I didn't really expect a bunch from myself, but I brought a lot back from it. Wow. Wow. Now, did you grow up in Caroline or did you move here at a later time? Or I grew up in Caroline uh, for my whole life. Growing up, who was the most disciplined person in your early childhood? Who was someone that really kind of inspired you Were like they really had their stuff together? I mean, for me, like going to judo and like watching like the older kids like perform and do things I've never seen before. kind of like inspired me to like want to go up on that level. Because I want like every time like after those practices, uh, some of those kids would stay after and put extra work in. And that kind of kind of inspired me to join them and try and push for that uh, kind of excellence. Okay. Wow, that's good. That's good. And um, now, were your parents martial artists as well? Uh, they did Taekwondo, I believe, for a little bit, but they weren't uh, super into it. Now, uh, when did you start wrestling? How old were you when you when you did that? So that was, I started I started wrestling six years ago. I started in seventh okay. grade because uh, we didn't have a wrestling program my sixth grade year. Now, uh, how do you balance your dedication to sports with your academics as a high school student? Because you're very involved. I, at least when I covered you, you you were you were wrestling. It seemed like three nights or four nights. You know, you were either wrestling or doing judo like three four nights a week. And then at least when I covered you, you were, you know, you still were pretty, you know, academically, you were really squared away. Uh, how do you balance that? Um, and how do you find that balance? Who taught you that? I mean, I don't think it was ever really taught to me. It kind of just develops on its own, like creating that work ethic, especially like in your sports, like working hard and knowing what you want to uh, achieve kind of puts all that, uh, all that balance together. Because I know for school, I want to achieve X, Y, and Z. And it's, it's just like any other sport. If you want to achieve X, Y, and Z, you have to put in the work for it. If, if you had to counsel, if you ran into a little, uh, like a little seventh grader, and uh, he's starting to wrestle for the first time, and, you know, he's getting creamed on the mat, you know, his first couple of times out there, what habits do you think are helpful to that wrestler? What what guidance would you give him so that he could he could uh, change the narrative? I believe a, a lot of wrestling, it's not just physical, but it's mental. It's going out there thinking that you can win. So even though that can be like really hard for a seventh grader, because even like when I started wrestling, I wasn't dominating at all. I was losing matches terribly. And like, I think the main thing is keeping your head up and trying to win every single match, knowing that every single match may be a dogfight and try and be in there the whole time. And a lot of it's just heart. You you have to want it. So if, you, if they really want it, they're going to be really successful. I know that you are really strong on throwing techniques. And, you know, you're, you're, when I saw you, I saw you flip someone almost through the mat. Um, my question is... Um, 
if you were giving advice or counsel to a young person, like what percentage of their time would you have them on the weights, lifting weights? Me personally, I was never on the weights. It's all all calisthenics because that judo stuff, like lifting those guys works uh, those muscles for me. So I don't have to get on cables or bench or anything. But I I believe if, if you just work hard every single practice, make the most out of every practice, you're gonna get you're gonna reap the rewards. And then not only that, but putting in that extra work of like a couple extra push-ups, a couple extra sit-ups after every set uh, the coach gives you is it's gonna add up. The question is how do you develop good study habits and, and who taught you your your study habits? so that you could always kind of stay focused and get your homework done and get everything done. Who gave you those study habits? Uh, like I said, I kind of just developed them on my own. Like, cause me, like if I, if I know something, I, I'm going to know it forever, but things I want to show about are we write it down. We take the notes for it and have a very visual uh, image to look at. If that makes sense. Like our, we write it, everything, draw pictures and everything and just, Try and make it make sense in my head again versus okay. trying to study things I already know. Now, did mom and dad like set apart, all right, from four to six, you're going to study? Or like, did they ever set that in place? You know, or did they ever say like, oh, yeah, when you get home, this is study time? Or did you just develop that on your own? We just developed it on my own because I already knew like my parents had a, the expectation of like, as long as I do my best and try and study on my own and do all these things that they were not going to be disappointed with me because wow, I knew they were going to support me and be impressed with me as long as I put 100% into it. Okay. Okay. Now this is a, another one of those weird questions where you're like, what does this got to do with wrestling? But I asked this uh, of all the high performers I bring on here. Um, and it's just, you know, basically trying to, trying to find out how you guys get to where you're at. Are you a good sleeper? And when, and if you are, when and where did you develop your current sleep habits? I think, I think I'm a fairly good sleeper because for me, it's school and practice and then home, eat, sleep. Because, um, I mean, as an athlete, you wear your body out so much, it, it kind of just falls well with you. I, the only times it's like, hard to go to sleep is like if you're anxious scared worry about the next day or anything like that but uh for the most part it's fairly uh i get pretty relaxed because i already knew i put in the walk for that day and i'm set for tomorrow for anyone who doesn't know james he went and and recently won the state championship in virginia amen and now what weight class did you win the state championship 152 pounds 152 pounds, man. We are so proud of you in, in Caroline County here in Virginia. For those who don't know the long road toward that, uh, when you were a freshman, you wrestled as well, right? Yes. Okay, and then what did, what did you finish your freshman year? I took six at the state tournament, which is the lowest placement uh, that there is that you could get a medal with. You, uh, how did you do at the division level? At, uh, what's the name of our division here in Caroline again? I forgot. Well, the battle Battleground District or... Oh, our district? It's, a, it's the Battlefield District. So uh, how did you do in the Battlefield District that year, in freshman year? I took, I took second in the, in the district tournament. Okay, as a freshman. Wow, that's pretty and then, cool. And then uh, you go up to your sophomore year, and how did that turn out? 
So my sophomore year, I'm talking about for the for districts or for uh, the state tournament? First for district and then at the state tournament. So, okay, so in order, freshman year, I took second at the district tournament, second at, at the regional tournament, and then sixth at the state tournament. My uh, sophomore year, I took first at the district tournament, first at, at the regional tournament, and then I took second at that state tournament. And then following up my junior year, I won the district tournament, and then I lost by a point in the regional tournament. So I took second, and then I took second again that year in the state tournament. Wow, 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 wow. Now, the gentleman that – was it the same guy that beat you in junior year and sophomore year? Uh, same school, but I know I know they worked closely together. They worked closely together. Now, the senior year, how did it feel for someone – is like you slowly climbed up that ladder – and you finally won it that senior year. How did it feel when you finally won it? I mean, for me, like I was, I was, I was always looking forward to that. I was always dreaming of that moment. And like I remember, year after year, like I used to have like a mirror in my room. It was like four times state champ, three times, two times, and then eventually, I was just state champion on my mirror. I, I knew this was my last shot. So when I when I won it, I was relieved. <laughs> I guess, I guess you would say, because putting in as much work as I did for like months and months and years, finally winning that one match, that was just relieved. Yeah, <laughs> I was yeah. excited, relieved, happy, a little bit sad that it was my last high school match. So. Now, uh, Psychologically, how did the coronavirus, you know, you know, because training and the coronavirus and then the whole battle rhythm that you had gotten used to um, was disturbed. And so how did that affect you? How did you get ready for it? How did that? I mean, because I can't imagine if I'm working that hard for something and then the coronavirus hits and then you kind of it, it, it brings uncertainty into everything. So how did that affect you and how did you overcome that uncertainty? So when I first hit, I was pretty lazy. I was kind of just doing nothing the whole time. And then I, my uh, dad made a point. It was like, you don't know whether you have a state tournament or not, but you should act like you're going to have a season. And that's kind of when I started to pick things up. I started doing stuff on my own. I started running. I started shadow wrestling. I started doing everything in my power to make sure I was prepared for the state tournament. Because when you don't want to accept things until you actually hear it from another person or hear it out loud. So when I heard it, I was like, you may or may not have a state tournament. I was like, okay, then I'm going to do everything in my control to set myself up for success. I know every day I can run and I can drill and I can walk out and I can eat right. I can get my weight down. And set my set myself up for success for when I have the state tournament if I do have one. Now, were you 152 all four years, or did you were you at a lower weight? So my freshman year I was 138. For my sophomore and junior year, I was 145. And then okay. this this season I was 152. Okay. Now, how much did you have to cut to get to 152, or were you so, just naturally over the summer? Since I wasn't doing as much, I got up to 165. Okay. 
And then during season, I was down to like 150. Because I know there's some controversy at the UFC level. Is there any, is there, what's the rules at the high school level regarding cutting, cutting weight? Is that like how strict so, is it? Yeah. So the weight cut in uh, high school, they make you do a hydration test, make sure you're hydrated. And then they, you do, you take a fat test, right? So they pinch uh, certain areas, measure out the, your fat percentage, and then they give you a little sheet saying how much you can cut each week from a day to day basis. If you weigh, weighing at this much this day, the following week you can weigh this much. And it doesn't go uh, exp exponentially, but it eventually there's the lowest weight uh, you can go. So for me, it was like the lowest I was allowed to be all year was 148.6 pounds. Mm -hmm. So even though like I, I did get lower than that, but they wouldn't have accepted it. So I had to eat a little bit more, uh, rehydrate a little bit more before that. Like Being a state champion now, I guess you have your selection of colleges. Where are you going to college? I'm still very undecided on that. I've uh, I've only taken two visits. I'm planning to take a little bit more throughout the rest of the year because I, I I know I know I have time, and I know in the end everything's gonna work out the way it should work out. Okay. Now, the last we talked, I think you wanted to get into sports medicine or something similar. Uh, what, what, what are your uh, career goals now? I mean, for me, I, I want to get into uh, information technology or like commute, uh, computer systems and information technology, things like that. Okay. That's where the money is. <laughs> That's where the money is. <laughs> now, uh, with the coronavirus, was your dad able to be on the sidelines when you won the state championship? No. Oh, no. That's awful. He was right outside the door, though. He was, he was ready oh, to get me whenever. Oh, wow. So he didn't know until after? Uh, he knew. He So for the state championship, uh, they streamed the video on a track wrestling, which is like the platform they use to like view brackets and everything. So he was able to watch the matches and everything. That's cool. So your sister was there as well? Uh, she was. She's in college, so she was out. And she had uh, her conference tournament for NAIA Sunday, which she won. Oh, wow. That's awesome. That is awesome. That is awesome. Amen. Uh, family full of champions. Now, um, are you going to, are you definitely going to pursue wrestling in college or are you going to take a break or? I, I want to pursue wrestling in college. Okay. All right. Now, wherever you go, do you think you'll do judo as well? I'm going to try to, but if not, I know anytime I come home on my breaks and things, it's right down the, or just go on the highway, then I'll be there. Every time I run into you, you're always quiet. You're always a nice person. Have you ever had to use your martial arts in, you know, on the streets? No, <laughs> I, I've never had that issue because I mean, most of the time, like at least all the kids know who I am. So it's, it's never been an issue for me. But I've always, I've always stayed out, out of trouble, too. I've never really wanted to push anything at all. So That's awesome. That is awesome. Yeah, if I heard about you, I wouldn't, I wouldn't mess with you either. Um, you know, a black belt in, in judo and then also a state wrestling champion. No, nah, that's about as close to Jason Bourne as you're going to get. Now, uh, who was your biggest influence in martial arts? Is it, you know, uh, who was someone that really inspired you? You mentioned some of the kids but is there any of the big names like in the movies or is there a big uh, judo practitioner that really, uh, really caught your interest? 
For me, uh, not really. Like, like I said, like the people around me inspire me more than the people I don't really know. Because, like I said, in the room, you're able to make connections with these guys, really get to know these people and everything that they go through. Right? Because when you go on TV, you just see people win medals, get belts, and things like that, but you don't see all the work they put into it. So it's harder for me to be inspired by their work versus everybody else I see in the room. You know, at least from my perspective, uh, when I met your father, he seemed to be a hardworking guy who was always there for your matches and always really involved. Um, but he, it was really cool because he was involved, but he never seemed like he was one of those, uh, one of those pushy parents that, uh, you know, were overbearing. He just seemed like he was a solid presence. What impact has your dad made, had on, on your athletics? For me, like, not just my dad, both my parents, my mom and my dad, they've always pushed me. They always said I could do anything I wanted. And they've pointed out my flaws, like, right in front of my face. And although I hurt, it helped. It helped a lot. <laughs> they broke me down a little bit, rebuilt me afterwards, Amen. which is something everybody needs. But them just being just honest with me about my ability and knowing what I can do was a big game changer. because. Uh, I think a lot of athletes struggle with this, but seeing themselves as uh, a top player, right? So seeing myself as like a top wrestler wasn't something I really saw myself as until like last year. Mm -hmm. So for them to like tell me certain things, it really wanted me to push just a little bit harder to achieve some of my goals. Now, if you had a choice and and someone said, James, you could only uh, practice judo for the rest of your life, or you could only wrestle for the rest of your life. Which one would you choose? You see, <laughs> that's, that's, that's always been a tough question for me, like because my my love for both sports have always grown more and more. But I know, I know for me, I've always been judo at heart, but. Wrestling, wrestling's pushing a little bit more every single day. Mm. Now, uh, have you ever been curious about trying jujitsu, or do you think you ever experiment with that martial art? Um, I've played with it before. I know, like I've watched some of it, but I think it's too slow for my taste. Because I know, too like when you get high, high, like high levels of like uh, jujitsu guys, uh, it's it's a slow match. You know, because one guy's on the ground, the other guy's standing, and then. They both know what they have to defend, so it's, it's. I feel like it's just a little bit too slow. Now, excuse my ignorance, but in judo, do they do leg locks as well? No, so judo, they only do like uh, strangulations, right? So uh, blood chokes and uh, elbow locks. Pretty much every athlete has had to deal with injuries. What serious injuries or obstacles you've had to overcome? Have you had to overcome? For me, I've. Lucky enough, I've never had to deal with a serious injury, knock on wood. But uh, for me, it was always those mental barriers, not knowing if I was going to win. And I think that was like the big thing, making every match about when I lose, instead of making every match the best match I can wrestle. Now, at Becoming Disciplined, we examine the discipline or organization in following areas like I covered earlier. Spirituality, mental, physical, emotional, finance, calendar, home, data, can you tell us which one of these you consider your strongest points and which one do you think is your weakest? 
what's a, what's an area that's your undeveloped that's that's undeveloped for you uh, in, in all of these areas and i'll read them again spirituality uh mental discipline physical discipline emotional discipline fi financial discipline uh time organization home organization how you keep your room data organization how you take care of all of your stuff uh wh which one do you consider your weakest point um as of right now uh home organization my room's a little bit messy okay <laughs> but like then okay. again i've just been at home the whole time just in my room because covid in school uh i think i think one of my strongest uh things is physical and then i'd follow it up with my mental uh discipline because in order in order for somebody to be physically strong that they have to mentally be there too amen that's 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 deep now uh that's that's really deep now some people believe on focusing on strengths and ignoring weaknesses what do you believe about that especially as a champion wrestler and a, 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 a judo black belt um like how much of your time do you address your weaknesses on the mat or do you just focus on your strengths you see if i if i just focus on my strengths i would not have won a state championship at all um give it out because last year I, I lost in this uh, in the uh, state finals because uh, I let the guy to get to my leg and I didn't defend. So the whole time, if I knew that was my weakness and I didn't walk on it at all, I would have lost it again, if, if I'm being really honest. But I, I walked on that. And that was one of the main things I walked on the whole time because it's it's kind of like having a foundation of a house. If one, one part of the foundation isn't as strong is the whole thing is just going to fall apart. It's not going to be built properly. So in order to be strong, you need to make sure all that stuff is built nice and sound. That's awesome. That is awesome. Now, what did you do to develop that weakness? What, what, uh, what techniques did you work on to overcome that weakness? So so me and my coach, we walked on uh, him getting to my leg, and then basically it was just me stuffing the head down instead of me coming over. And that was, that was honestly, it was such a simple thing, but it's not something that was, uh, I guess, second nature for me just yet. Because, like, for for me, like, I'm, I'm so new to the sport. Like, because all of these kids have been wrestling since four, five, six. And I started in seventh grade, so I had a little bit of a late start, but <clears throat> that was kind of like, how just the main thing is getting my legs away. And knowing uh, my position just a little bit better and how to mm. position myself. So even if they try and uh, get to my leg, I can score off of that. Be a little bit more offensive in that position. Okay. Okay. Now, what would you consider your weakness in judo? I know right now, like, where I am, like, at least in my room, I'm one of the leaders of the room. So it's hard for me to find somebody that pushes me. So, like, I guess... I guess right now, like when I go back, I'm just getting my footwork back back in again, because wrestling footwork and uh, judo footwork is completely different. So I'm, I'm gonna have to develop that again and get into the rhythm, and then have my muscular endurance be there because all that lifting is, is tiring. Now, have you ever have you ever rolled with someone who was so big that it, it was hard to even do your moves on them? Like weight wise, um, 
Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, even, like, when I won my uh, state championship match, right, it was no, pro- no problem at all. But when I went, ran over, jumped and hugged Swan, I was running, I jumped on him. He didn't move at all. And honestly, I was kind of scared because <laughs> with me weighing 150, probably 155 pounds at that time, jump against somebody like somebody uh-huh. my size, they'd probably move. Somebody a little bit heavier, they move. But when you have somebody that's like a brick wall, it's hard. Because <laughs> I know like Pedrito, like one of my uh, teammates, they're like 224. Um, I, I have a really hard time with them because. They're like, they're like that uh, brick wall because they don't want to move. Right. And I try to get them moving. And it's hard. <laughs> right, right, right. I can imagine. When you're getting ready for wrestling and you're, like you said, the footwork is totally different for judo than it is for wrestling. How do you get your mind switched? Like, do you not practice judo for a couple of weeks before championships to not like mess, you know, is it like talking two different languages or how do you, how do you get in the right mental frame of mind so that you don't accidentally do some judo while you're wrestling? Or has that ever happened? I mean, for me, like judo has always been a part of my wrestling, right? So no matter what, it's always going to be there. But uh, I guess for me, like what, uh, what I do is like when season starts, I'm, I'm not doing judo during that time. Right. I'm getting, I'm getting to that the wrestling mindset of, I need to get to the legs, not just throw people. Okay. How many senseis have you had in judo? I guess six. I've had uh, one main one like that, like my whole life, all the time I've been doing judo. But there have been okay. a couple like uh, helpers, like assistants. They're out there. Okay. Now, um, for people, you know, because you're a great advertisement for his program, where is, uh, where, where, if they wanted to come and practice judo and they wanted to learn from your, from your program, where would they, where would they go? So I believe uh, it's in Fredericksburg on uh, Lafayette Boulevard, I believe. You should okay. see uh, the giant sign. It, it'll say judo on it, and you just uh, turn right into there. I know this is hard for you because you're not, you're not a dad yet, but uh, knowing what you know, if you had a kid or when you have a kid, when would you start them in judo? How old? Honestly, uh, I just – start them as young as they can and if they don't want to do it later they don't want to do it i'm not going to force them i just want them to if they want to do something give it 100 percent. whether let's say i want to do soccer or football or even tennis even if they don't want to do wrestling or judo at all as long as they get 100 percent, i'd 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 be completely fine with it so would you say seven or five or probably probably yeah definitely upwards of like seven years old I think because when they're five, six, they're, they're not exactly there. Like you can bring them in, but they can't really take it on like that uh, serious level yet. Now, have you read any books regarding uh, the subject of fighting or martial arts? And if you have, do you recommend any books for people seeking discipline in this in this area? I mean, for me, like I'm not I'm not like a giant reader, but like I've read a. Uh, podcast not red podcast i've listened to some podcasts it's the wrestling z mindset and honestly i think i think that helped me a lot uh throughout this year just and it basically just says like being thankful for like the opportunity to even 
do what I'm doing right now because you've always heard like you never knew when something could be taken away from you. But with COVID hitting, you could really see something being taken away from you. Now, uh, now, what was the name of that podcast? One more time. I believe it's uh, uh, a Z Wrestling Mindset. Now, uh, as we're approaching the subject and we're looking at the subject of discipline, people who watch this podcast are just people who are trying to get better. They're trying to become better human beings. They're just trying to get better at whatever they're doing. Uh, Sometimes it's sports. Sometimes it's work. Or sometimes it's their studies. Uh, Do you have, well, before you share any closing thoughts, I just wanted to thank you for coming on. Thank you for your time. I know that you're really focused with your time and focused with what you do and how you live your life. So I appreciate you. I am, uh, ma'am, I'm so proud to know you and your family and I'm proud that you represent our, our, our county and our state. So uh, with all of that in mind, thank you for coming on, James. And, and, and just thank your whole family for all you do for our local area here. Uh, but as, as I turn it over to you for any closing thoughts, do you have any closing thoughts or advice for people who are looking to improve themselves and people who are looking to change their lives, people who are looking to become champions themselves? I mean, that's the main thing is like, it's really simple, really cliche, but it's just don't give up. Like even like on the bad days, don't let those bad days make you give up. Always, I'd always look for something positive. Like even like during practices, like there'll be times like I'm out on the mat and I'm crying because like that practice did not feel good for me. Like I felt like garbage that practice, but staying positive on that fact is like, even though like that practice, I felt terrible during that practice, I was able to still go and be thankful for that opportunity. Always be thankful for things and everybody around you. And honestly, like just stay positive, be thankful and give it hundred percent. If you were as impressed as we were with James Dozato, you can contact him on his Instagram page. Feel free to check in and congratulate him on his recent win at the state championship. For our Audible listeners, you can reach him at j.judosado, that's S-A-D-O, on Instagram. And as always, thank you so much for tuning in.